Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this end of year special for the Live in the Dream Almost Live podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Cridland. I normally produce all of this and I'm regularly joined by our comedians, Mr. Adam Morrison-Jones, Mr. Trevor Feelgood and Mr. Paul Tingey. Uh, we have a whole host of other weird characters and of course loads of guests we've had this year as guest comedians so it's been an absolutely brilliant year we thought we'd round off the year with a live version of our quiz yes it had never been done before we'd never thought about doing it before because how the hell were we going to do a elephant and a giraffe in front of a real live audience but we did it, yes. Last Thursday, the 9th of December, we were invited over to join with Trevor Feelgood's Comedian Christmas Party number three uh, at the Glass House in Ashford, and it was brilliant. Loads of great comedians doing stand-up sets, and we did a small version of our weird nonsensical quiz at about halfway through the show. A little bit odd, gonna say that wasn't really well planned but uh, you know maybe we're playing it properly and do a full live show some point in the future but for the meantime we're going to let you listen to the whole evening pretty much there was a couple of little bits that we had to cut out but the whole evening of live comedy so of course it has lots of adult humor lots of swearing lots of f words and s words and yeah all kinds of stuff going on so if you are sensitive and you don't like swearing maybe go back and listen to one of the other podcasts or just wait until january 2022 when we'll be back with the normal shows and loads of more fun frivolity and absolute load of frolics just bear in mind that recording this was all done with an ambient mic so there's a lot of background noise there's a lot of echoey stuff but at least you can get to hear the comedy as if you were sat in the room so i'm going to leave you in the capable hands of mr trevor feel good warning this podcast contains adult humor and language please listen to a different episode of living the dream almost live if you are a sensitive And turn it down a small speaker as you come on stage. Absolutely beautiful. Are you ready for some live comedy? Yeah. This time make some noise! Yeah. This time make some noise! Yeah. Please give it up for Charity. 
And at the end of the show, we are doing the inaugural roast battle battle between me and Adam, who just left the stage. And uh, he's the champion, so I'm going to beat him. Right. So, it's Christmas. Do you want to play a game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The game is reggae or reggae. Is it a is it a reggae person or is it a gay person? Reggae. I'm starting yet. Ah. Ellen John. Gay. Reggae. Bob Marley. Reggae. Shaggy. Shaggy. Gay. Uh, Tess Daly. So, sorry, no, hang on. Tom Daly. Rasta Mouse. Oh, that's in the wrong one. Philip Schofield. Gordon the Gopher. Edward Duck. And Dumbledore. Right. I've got a really good game duck, the telephone man gay, dust by the taste of his cock. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're starting. Now I'll bring on the first act. He is an amazing comedian and uh, I'm ready to move. Come on. I'm here, I'm here. Would you please welcome to the stage AMJ! Come up, 
was a song by Black Lace. They're not a new metal tribute band, no. It's just two fat blokes singing. Now the song's called The Conga. And that was my song of the year in 2020, when there was a fucking pandemic! Two metres distance in, nobody's congering! Sad, sad times. Also, to get other jobs. You could call this a job, but I call it more of falling out of dance school. Anyone go to dance school? I'm dyspraxic. It wasn't the place for me to go. And my dad's one of those old dads. You know those old school dads used to work down the mine? I went vegetarian last week. This is a true story. I phoned him. I was like, Dad, I've decided to go veggie. He went, son, I've had a really busy week and I don't need this now. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> just hung up on me straight away. What's wrong with being a vegetarian? I love the way I realised I was in Kent then and you all looked at me and went, yeah, look at the reason. Why I'm, <laughs> I'm from Kent. I'm from the nice bit of Kent, Dover. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and walk all the way up here, and I overheard two youths say to each other, that dealer's customer service is awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know, isn't it? That's when you know what place you're in. Is it him? <laughs> you should have gone TripAdvisor! Oh, so I had to make a few jobs. <laughs> Are you a bit of a wheeler dealer? Yeah. How much did you sell it for? Nirvana. I know what Nirvana really fucking means, mate. I love that. How much is it now, though? I'm not casing or anything. This is the thing. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. There's <laughs> never any police this side of Ashford. So, one of the things happened to me gap year as well. I had to get like I had three jobs, partly because I do this for a living and it's hard to do something else after ten years. Just making a twat in front of yourself. Sometimes I'm alright, other times not. But the first job I went to do was in Waitrose. Now, have you got a Waitrose round here? Yes. Yes! Ooh! Like, that was a really weird thing. Like, one person went yes and the rest of the room went no. <laughs> if you think you've got a Waitrose, give me a scream! If you haven't got a Waitrose, give me a scream! Who's been in a Waitrose? Portion name. Oh, I want you to take a few minutes to think about how much a week you spend on your weekly shop. I'm going to count to three, shout it out. One, two, three! £40.175. £28.99. £28.99, that's very, very precise. That's almost a line of coke in this So, in, in Waitrose, there was a bloke who came in every single week and he would spend £786 on a weekly shop. Think about that. Think about that kind of richness. £786. And one day he come through with two candles. One said four, the other one said five. And I was like, whose 42nd birthday or 54th birthday is it? And he said, neither. It's my son's. And I can't remember if he's four or five years old. There we go. The other job I had after that was working as a barber Christmas. 
But before you go, yeah, thank you. A lot of respect for the Santa Claus. What are you going to do? I've got the body for it. I've got the body for it. It's coming for swings. So what you've got to do, oh, thank you, there's a hat there. It's an oddest heckle I've ever had. I'm going bald as well, I can call it Cronenberg. So I'm 16 from the front, fucking 64 from behind. <laughs> do you know what? I think I'd be sounding better. You're all right, then. Are you really worried about COVID and stuff? Does it sound better here? Yeah! You can all hear me, I can see you, except you guys. But you are going to see my arse, yeah? Yes! Yeah, lovely. So I got this job as Father Christmas, right? But before you get, you know that, before you get the job, you've got to go to Father Christmas training. That's a weird thing, because I ended up with this guy who worked at Disney Cruises for seven and a half years. And he was a bit magical, let's just put it that way. And one of the, the bits of advice he gave me was, Remember, never promise the kids anything you can't give them. And two, what's the other advice for a club Christmas training? That's right, fella. There is always free homes. What Father Christmas in the history of the world has done this? Ho! <laughs> Wouldn't happen, would it? Wouldn't happen. And two magical things happened to me. The first day of the job, this kid come in. And he looked me in the eyes, and he was like, oh, hello, Mr. God. <laughs> the second day was quite sad, this little girl come in, and she looked me in the eyes, and then she turned to God and said, can I ask Father Christmas what I really want for Christmas? And I was like, can you tell us what I Ho, 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 of course you can. You can have anything you want this Christmas. She looked back at me and said, Father Christmas,
could just have a nibble at night and just like get back to back to normal. But like, you know, I turned 50 in lockdown and so my boobs are like starting to sag. Like oh, no longer. Never, never. They are. We do know it's the rules
I've got Siri on my phone. Siri! <laughs> what is the best thing to do in Ashley? Do you want me to search for brothels in your area? Very <laughs> right, thank you. I have found 38 brothels in your area. No. I can get you a discount if you do a group booking. <laughs> I've got no one to go with. Call it your mother. <laughs> do you still want me to order the strap-on dildo with five pumping speeds? <laughs> Downloading Grinder for you. Asshole protected. Asshole protected. Ladies and gentlemen, your next act is a living legend, and I'm really worried about how this might go. Would you please welcome to the stage, Stacey? Kind of thing. But you know, you have to. You know, 
But, you know, I love crime documentaries. Who loves crime documentaries? Absolutely. But you think when you know when you watch so many of them, you start to read between the lines. You know what's going on. You've seen so unbelievably many that you can you can see what's going on. You know, I remember this the, dis the disappearance of like I can't remember her name, genuinely can't remember her like Sweet Betty Lane, Thompson, whatever. And I had an interview with a stepfather and I said and he was like, I can't understand why she's gone missing. She loved her family. She loved her children. Okay, she, she loved heroin. She, she was a prostitute. She had a long series of violent boyfriends. But I can't understand why she's gone missing. And then literally... About 20 minutes later, they come into the, the next scene where they find her arm in the river. You know, I know, it's a bit dark. This is the, this is the upbeat material you've been looking for. Thank you, Sam. I'm locked down and Omnicom and that. That's it. This is everything. Are we still in Chatham? Well, oh, God, no. You might be in Chatham. There's far worse things found in Chatham Canals, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, so we go back to the stepfather and said, well, you know, I know they found her wrong in the canal, but we're not giving up hope. If she's got one arm, no arms, one leg, we're going to love her just the same. <laughs> So, this is a true story. <laughs> That's not a true story. Why well, I said it's not a true story. Although it probably is out there somewhere in uh, Al Jazeera land. Uh, <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, 11 years ago, uh, I lost my fiance. It was, it was the most beautiful, amazing, kindest, Person, oh, I'm using a lot of adjectives there, but it's true. But you know, when you lose someone who's so dear to you, someone you care about so much, and she was, she was the love of my life, I've never found anybody since. I'm not sure I want to found anybody since. But about three months after that, I was invited to a stag do at Lower Stone Street in Maystone. You know, it's a strip club. Any people out there who know this? I'm not sure how many people want to admit to this. But you want to be, you want to be one of the lads, don't you? You know, whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing in life, you want to be one of the lads. You don't want to say no. So I thought, right, I'm going to go along. I'm going to go along. It's three months since the love of my life has passed away. So I'm going to go to Lower Stone Street in Mason. So I'm going to go there. And you know what it's like, you know. So I walked in there, a couple of beers. Do you know what it's like when you go to PC World, you know? You pop in there for an ink cartridge. 
and they're trying to sell you something out of nothing, you know, for like three grand. And you feel terrible. So you walked out there with a, with a nick arm trips, and you've not thought that, and it makes you feel really bad. Well, this is a, a sort of an upgrade for me. I'll explain it. So I'm standing at the bar. My friends, you know, they went off to have tassels and nudity waved in their faces. I thought, I'll have a pint. I'll have a pint. My, my girlfriend has passed away three months ago. I'll have a pint at the bar. I'll be okay. What I didn't count on was the strippers and the hookers. You know, the hard sell. What we're talking about. And one of them came up to me. I thought, do I be honest? Do I be honest? Do I tell them that I just lost my fiance a few months ago? What do I do? What do I do? Do I tell them? I thought, yeah. I thought, what do we do? But he get, but he get off my back. I thought we get him off my back. I say that from a from a, a local pub boys that was supposed to be seven quid. I thought we could get them all back. So, all right, okay. I tell her, and she was so lovely, and she, you know, she grabbed, this is a true story, she grabbed my left arm, which is, darling, I'm so sorry for your loss. Everything that you've been through in that, and you're so brave, you're so incredibly brave to be out here today, and supporting your friends. And she said, look, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to offer you 40% off a hand. And on the other side of the I owe some money for this. It's very And this beautiful, beautiful black woman, the right of she she turned all of this. And she said to me, she said, ah, oh, darling. You know, I'm so sorry for what you've been through. I had a conversation on the other side. You know, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing how you found tonight to support your friends. And she said, look, you know the best way, the best way you can get through this is to see some black pussy. True story. Amen. But how about... If that was the way, in life, how about that was the way? You imagine, you're, you're literally at the hospital, and you've got one of your closest relatives passing from one life into the next. You know, and the doctor comes out, and he says, there I'm sitting with the president's side. You know, it was just his time. He wasn't in any pain. He didn't suffer. But we have these leaflets on black pussy. It might just get you through this terrible time. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. That's it for me. I'm going to get you.
And uh, would you please welcome? This night is getting weirder and weirder. Would you please welcome to the stage, Dave the Elephant? Okay, 
So, first question to AJ. Yes. They don't fucking matter. It's not a fucking real podcast. It's a, we're, we're standing in the bar and, and alcohol gets the better of me. Right. AJ. Yes. Yes, Dave. First question. Yeah. Can you please tell me the real name of Steamboat Willie? Vicky Mouse, is it? I don't know. I don't know the answers. Uh, critters! Who's Steamboat Willie more commonly known as? Uh, yeah, I'll go Ricky Massimo. Okay. Uh, Chris Barnes, you look like. Well, you do look like Chris Barnes because you haven't put your fucking glasses on again, you don't control it. Do you feel good? Who's Steamboat Willie more known as? Uh, Johnny C. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Those wins. Goodbye. Thank you. Ready, steady, cock. 
cock, cock, one cock. <laughs> Fucking hell. We've started. Are you, in, are you involved in it? Am I involved in it? I've just had enough in the corner. I've got up and I said, fuck this. I'm going to say something. It's my turn to talk. I've had to stop doing stuff. I've had to stop, I've had to stop wearing skinny jeans. Honestly. Last time I had a pair of skinny jeans on, lads. Come out of my house in South London, right? Guy come up to me in the street. He said, take those jeans off, you look gay! I said, I'll tell you what's gay, mate, and it's you asking me to take the jeans off. <laughs> then he kicked the fuck out of me. <laughs> Dude, you got a bit tense there. If you don't know, Cockney jeans are talking about gays. He's going to be offensive. We can all relax. So I'm actually going to start with a little bit about Muslims. <laughs> I really am, so here we go. Attention's mounted. <laughs> Try to read newspapers, right? Because you're all smart enough to know newspapers are not about news. They're full of shit, right? It's about keeping us all divided. And this is the headline out of the Sun newspaper, which is the worst of them all. And it said, this little piggy gets removed for religious reasons. <laughs> And what had happened was a toy shop had removed the toy pig from a farm set so they didn't offend Muslims! Now, I don't know if anyone here knows this, but Muslims, they don't eat toys. That's <laughs> 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 fact. <coughs> Your granddad caught me wanking the other day. <laughs> Says the old classic line, he said, if you keep wanking, we all go blind. To be fair, Amen. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> Always getting off of drugs where I live. Every two minutes, you want some drugs? You want some drugs? You want some drugs? That's just nice to get away from all that, you know? Get out of the house. <laughs> I'll leave it a while after the punchlines when you get it. <laughs> I happen to think that cannabis can actually cure OCD. Those used to be terrible with the OCD. Like I was really bad with the OCD. Until I started smoking weed. For example, a couple of years ago, when I was scrubbing floors for McDonald's, the manager came up to me one day, saw what I was doing and said, what you're doing here is fantastic, but it's not really expected. Unless you're a member of staff. <laughs> Didn't have a very good education growing up, much like a lot of you. <laughs> I can say it, I'm fit as well. I'm fit as well. I'm allowed to say it. Are you now? I, I, I don't believe I'm fit. Just because I'm wearing a check shirt. Well, you do you look like a hillbilly? I do look like a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs>
guy I told actually made me feel a lot better. I told him I was worried about failing my exams. And I remember he said to me, it made me feel a lot better, because he said, do not worry, fam. <laughs> yes, blood. That's what he said, fam. He said, look around at the school you're in, blood. Trust me when I tell you, yeah. Nobody in this school is going to be passing in the exams. And that made me feel a lot better. He's my favourite teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and he teaches him. Cool stuff, then he went to fucking school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, fella? Fuck all. Fucking drug dealer. I'm a violent criminal. You said Crystal Face. Crystal <laughs>
long before me. That's her first ever time.
it gets worse. I was sat there, there and I said, there was a car in front that I thought were broken down, but I did a nice thing. Because I'm a nice guy, and I went up and I thought, I'll help them, I know fuck all about mechanics. I thought I'd help them. I looked in the window, and they were dogging. <laughs> right, they were dogging. Right, they weren't from Chatham, you're from Stanhope. We all know that isn't unusual. What was unusual oh. is fitting eight people inside a Mr. Michael. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Have any of you, obviously on a new have the man who's still on Tinder, <laughs> fucking ignored everyone tonight. I literally sat there doing that. I just swiped yes to everyone. And I haven't got a single yes back. We've all been there. Oh, we've all been there. Have any of you ever been dogging before? I'm buying that shirt. You're buying this shirt? I'm buying that shirt, when I see it. How much? Where did you get it from? Well, I'll, I'll fucking tell it to you. Boy. Fuck this! No, 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 No one wears white socks anymore. 
Don't we need? Don't we need a referee? We do need a referee. They left the stage.
I'm Trevor Feelgood and I'm a dreamer. Hi, Jingo Crikey, I'm Anthony and I'm a dreamer. Don't know for my name Wills and Milton and I'm a one tell you, I'm a dreamer. I'm Dickie Richards and I'm a dreamer. I'm Vicky Libera, the funny one, and I'm living the dream. Nick Parton, I'm a dreamer. Hello, I'm Sarah Mills and I'm a dreamer. Hi, my name's Paul and I am a dreamer. Hi, I'm Rena, and I am a dreamer. My name's Gareth Dorian, and I'm a dreamer. Hi, I'm Sam Wyatt, and I'm a dreamer. Hello, I'm Luke. I'm a dreamer. Hi, this is Janice Robinson, and I'm a dreamer. And yes, I'm the original singer of Living Joy, and I'm a dreamer. And you're listening to Living the Dream Radio. Have a blessed day. Peace. Musical Insights.